Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You don't know who Zippy is. Zippy! <laughs> Zippy! And the big bungle, the bear. What? Rainbow. No. The TV show. No. English. Kids show. Oh, you puppets. are the channels. Zippy! You had the channels. You've never seen Zippy? No. Oh, what was he? A rainbow. He was No, he was just a yellow fella with a zip for a mouth. <laughs> Zippy. Zippy! Zippy! I must Google him. Yeah, and he was very, uh, he, he always put his foot in his mouth, like, kind of thing. So How I, could he if it was... No, well, like, no, like he always used to, like, talk too much or say the wrong thing, so they used to zip him up. Zippy. And Bungle. Oh, Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen the character, but I've never, I wouldn't have the first clue. Zippy! What did you grow up on? The Den? The Den, the den. Yeah. 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 DJ Cat? No. <gasps> what DJ was that? Is that another Cat? Sky One. Sky One. He was a cat, but he was like a fucking graffiti, skateboardy fucking cat. He was class. Oh no. Yeah, DJ Cat and Sky One in the afternoons. Yeah. But you'd all the mod cons and then I graduated. And then I graduated very quickly to Melinda Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Slight difference. Different type of puppet. Hey everybody, what's the crack? You are listening to <laughs> Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. My name is Ross Brown and over there is my co-host, producer extraordinaire and purveyor of the weird and wonderful world of the internet, Miss Lorraine Murphy. What's cracking? How's it going? Be honest. What's the jazz? I'm wearing a top today. You look like you're going skiing. Does it look like I'm going skiing? Yeah, 100%. Because I've been all day wearing this now yeah. and I, it's one of these ones I'm like, do you I zip, it, you zip, do I zip it, it all the way up? You zip it up. Do I zip it down? When you, when then you when z- down it didn't feel right. It kind of felt like weird and now it's like, it's back up. When you zipped it up it and looked I'm like you were going skiing. And I'm looking at it on camera and it does look like I am ready for a blizzard. Yeah, you look like you're you look like you're doing the weather uh, <laughs> in Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. What's the crack? Any news? Any jazz? Any scandal? We're going to the Radio Awards uh, at the end of this week, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. Have yeah. you got your your tux ready? Uh, it's black tie now. I'm not, I don't do black tie. Yeah, but it's a black tie as in like that's the style. Black tie is like very formal. I'm not doing black tie. Okay, so I'm got, what I'm got Louis Copeland suit. Woo! Mm. Swish, swoo. Yeah, yeah. What kind of a suit are you going for? What, well, I'm, I don't think I've seen you in a suit, have I? Ah, you would have on stage. Well, maybe in Opera photos house. and stuff like that. Um, uh, what's your go-to I'm going to go double-breasted, I think. I have all different styles. I like peak lapel. What's um, that mean? Peak lapel. The, you, know, you know the thing, and it goes like a little V here, you know, the oh, little yeah. dent. Well, oh, on, a pe- yeah. on a peak lapel, it goes higher. It goes higher than the actual one, so it actually has, almost has like a little wing that actually peaks up a little bit. All right. Yeah, where it doesn't go in, it actually goes up and over the rest of the thing. I think you should get like a 70s style suit with ruffles. Oh That'd my God, I would fucking love a ruffled shirt. I think you could. Oh my God, I think yeah. if there's anyone in the country that could rock a ruffled shirt, 100%, it's I would, you. I would completely pull that off. Yeah. And I would, pe- I would pendant the shit out of it as well. Big gold medallion. Oh my God. Yeah. Is there anything mm. we could do with your hair? And oil, I'd oil my chest hair as well. 
so oh. that it just glistens as, as oh. I walk past people. And they'd be like, God, he's very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got some kind of skin condition. How are you about accessories? Like, would you go with a little uh, pocket watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, Hand- cool. handkerchief, pocket watch. I'd love one of the, uh, do you know the thing that goes around your neck? I can't remember what it is, but it's a Western kind of thing. And it has the little thing and it has the two strings that hang oh, down. Oh yeah, what are they called? Your man out of Emmerdale used to always have one. The guy, the guy used to be the antique stealer guy. Yeah. I never really watched that, did I? Uh, your man Dickinson, you know, fucking oh, cheapest yeah. chips. I yes, think he yes, always yes. has them as well. Where would we get one of those in a couple of days? What are they called? I don't know, but it looks like, it looks like a very fancy version of a, a Scout's Woggle. Um... <laughs> What will I type in for that? Uh, neck. Western. Ex- n- male neck accessories. Male neck accessory. I know it has a name. Is there like leather on it? There is, yeah. It's, I can't remember what the name of it. It has an actual specific name. Mm. Like a cummerbund. I know it's not a cummerbund. Bolo tie. Bolo tie. That's it. Oh, they're yeah. cool, man. Get one with they're like... super cool. With like the 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 skull horns and stuff oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, <gasps> the, like the big antelope head yeah. thing. Oh, fucking Yeah. Where can we source one of these I don't in know. like two days? I don't know. Surely oh. there has to be some kind of leather shop. that w- It would be a leather shop, wouldn't it? Mm. A place like up in Dublin. What a about a cravat? Shop. Can we get you sorted with a cravat? I'd wear a cravat. I would we wear a cravat. Yeah. Cravats are cool. I'd love a really, I'd love a really, uh, if I was to wear, I don't normally wear ties with suits. I like to go open, open collar. I'm obsessed with suits and fedoras and trilbies. Like when I was 18, I had like seven fedoras. One for every day of the week. One for every day of the week. I had a cane. Class. I had a cane, right? It was it was it was wood, right? Gorgeous, gorgeous, like dark wood, and it had uh, and it was uh, brass, kind of goldy looking. And then at the top of it, I had a ball, right? Little brass ball, right? And then you would twist off the top of the brass ball. You put drink like the north the northern hemisphere, and there was a compass in there. Oh. <laughs> and then you would twist off the entire ball, and a spring loaded vial would pop out from the stem of the actual from the actual stick itself and there you could put alcohol in it. Ah, I knew there was going to be alcohol hidden somewhere. With a little, co- with a little cork in it. It was fucking class. That's cool. Yeah. I went through a weird cane phase as well when I was in second year in college. You, hang on, you had a cane. I had a cane in college. I don't know what came over Did me. Did you used to rock up to pubs with it? Yeah. He went to places I couldn't get in <laughs> because I had a cane. I don't know what I was doing. I thought I was class. No. Like this was really cool. One of my friends bought it for me, and it was um, it had like a brass top and a brass. That's like end. my one. Yeah, it was so good. Mine didn't uh, unscrew. Actually, I don't. Maybe think, it did. Maybe it did, and I never actually tried it. Yeah. But it was such a conversation starter. I used to then. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Do you need help going to the toilet?" You're like, "I'm not blind." I also used to go out to Where's smoking areas with a pipe. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? What the fuck are you? Where's the gummage? <laughs> a pipe. I swear to God. You the, used to smoke a pipe. I well, I used to smoke it really. Like I used to, to bring it with me. And just be like, <laughs> it was such a conversation starter. Picture the scene, okay? Did you ever? There was a girl up? wearing no, no stop. Yeah, of course I had a pipe, not. Ross. Yeah. Of course I didn't. It's like that granddad's pretty hot, but it's not into dudes. Picture the scene: a girl wearing probably three-inch heels, like a bodycon <laughs> dress, and a pipe in her hand. <laughs> That is fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, I made so many friends. Where there. did you get the pipe from? Where did I get it from? I think I got it in like some kind of a second hand shop. Did you shop ever or smoke it? No, not You stopped. never smoked no, it. No, you no, bought no, a no. pipe with the no. intention. I of think we tried it. I think myself and my friend tried it one time, but we actually didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Um There's a very specific thing. There's yeah. like you gotta pack it and then you gotta like yeah. like really you gotta like 
you got to really like light it for a while yeah. like, and, all that kind of, and then pack it more. We and, didn't know what yeah. we were doing now so we, we made a ball of it. So no, it was just more a prop. It was more an accessory. Um, the principal of our school when I was in primary school used to smoke a pipe but he used, to, he used to smoke a pipe like during the working day. Like, as <laughs> really? in, like he used to He used to always be on yard duty. He'd go out, he'd have his, he'd have his newspaper under his arm and he'd have his pipe and he'd go out and he'd light up the pipe and fill it up and then he'd be watching everyone in the yard and he'd stand there reading the newspaper smoking his pipe every single lunch break. Oh, that's kind of lovely And though. then when we left in sixth class then, we were all, you know, you do the little collection to get a present or whatever. So I, my dad was like, I know what pipe type of pipes he smokes, why don't you mm. get him a pipe? So we all got our money together and got him a pipe, uh, a Condor pipe. It's the one, do you know the ones that have the kind of curve on the stem? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's called a Condor pipe. Uh, and uh, announced Is that like a Sherlock Holmes pipe? No, it's just there's, there's the straight bar and then there's the Condor one. Oh, right, um, okay. And then uh, an ounce of Yachtsman and an ounce of Aaron Moore tobacco mixed. I can still remember the order. I went in town and bought that myself oh. and nobody was like, hey, you're 12, you can't yeah. tobacco. Yeah. I, as a kid, I don't know how many times I went in as like an eight-year-old going, can I get 20 major? Yeah, with a note or whatever. <laughs> a note, no yeah. one, nah. But that can't write. But uh, I went in, I got it. And then we gave it to him on the last day of school and he like he like teared up and everything. Like he was like, oh my God, he was so delighted. Aww, he went lovely. straight outside and we were all listening to like Coolio and stuff because it was, you know, it was 1995 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we're in sixth class, it was the last day of school and then he was outside smoking the pipe. Oh! Ah, that's yeah. lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely memory. There you go. Yeah. Other teachers then, just like, trip to Sellafield. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this week's podcast. Ross, you might be happy to hear that. You're going to insult me there, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Unforeseen Bingo is back. Yes! Oh, I love Unforeseen Bingo. Ten numbers in front of us. You pick a number which will reveal a feature on the show. It could be a video that's been suggested by a listener. It could mm-hmm. be something weird that I found. It could be a comment. It could be a game. It could be a question. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. Okay, so I pick a number between... Pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Number seven. Strong start, Ross Brown. Okay, we've got a video for you. Okay. Uh, this is from... One, two, three, four, five, New six, Year's seven. Eve 2013. Okay. Uh, and it's from the channel KDOC in LA. Uh, KDOC was a, a local TV station and on New Year's Eve they decided to televise a New Year's party. Okay. Things didn't go entirely to plan, let's okay. just say. All right. Hit play. On the 12th, the 31st, 2012, this happened. Everything you're about to see on air actually happened live on air. The F-bombs, the lack of audio, the cuts, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. Best New Year's Eve ever. The efficiency. It's a big deal. I got a There's no place in the world to work on the show. It should be right here, Roman. Where's our camera guy? It's called Fairly Odd Christmas. Okay. As a live action. Where's our stage manager? Say what you see. Did he just say, don't fucking to the mic, they can hear you? So it's like a camera that's just panning over like the heads of people. There's a stage with a band set up, no band sitting at there. There's like an MC or someone standing on stage who's kind of looking around waiting for direction or something. Everyone's kind of milling around, kind of waiting for the recording, I assume, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then you can hear production staff or people just going, where's a fucking cameraman? And then one guy's like, don't say fuck, they can hear you. <laughs> You ready to go? 
All right, welcome back to 2013. Let's check in with Stu Stone, who is with Shannon Elizabeth. Hey, Stu. everybody, we are live, live, live. It is New Year's Eve here in Hollywood. I am here with the beautiful Shannon. Okay, the camera is still on the guy. <laughs> guy was like, okay, we're going to go to whoever. And the man's like, yeah, 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 you can't see him. Now you're just looking at the guy, looking around, confused, going... Because he's not on... In his eyes, he's not on he's camera He's no anymore. longer on camera, yeah. They've cut to someone else, but yeah. they haven't. They've stuck with this guy who's now just looking around randomly. And Elizabeth, Shannon, it is awesome to have you here. Hollywood, New Year's Eve. Thanks for spending here with us. Tell everybody what is going to happen in two... He looks like um, Jamie Kennedy. Is that Jamie, That's Ke Jamie That's Kennedy? That's Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. I fucking... I was there going, he's the head off Jamie yeah. Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy is actually fantastic. Jamie Kennedy experience was a belter of a show. So he's a stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian, hidden camera aficionado. That was his big TV show was the Jamie Kennedy experience, which was uh, hidden camera. Mm. Uh, kind of like a Beatles about kind of thing. Like the fear, like, you know, naked camera in America. Uh, but big, big, big stunts, big, big budget. Um, so yeah, no, so now Jamie Kennedy is just standing there like an Egypt. Yeah. Looking around him. 2013 with you. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, now they've cut now to the people that they're actually meant to cut mm -hmm. with. 2013's here. The and they've just <laughs> cut straight to Burger King. Straight to Burger King. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. The Jalapeno <laughs> Talker. And your turkey burger. New <laughs> Junior. And now back to a random shot again. <laughs> Everyone's looking at This is a disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, who's directing this? Like, normally there's a director that's like, and commercial in three, two, and they're talking to the presenter's ears, they're talking to the cameraman, they're going, oh, camera number five, and there's normally a producer who's doing all the cameras, and then mm -hmm. a director's, where's everybody? Yeah, I feel like they've just been gassed or something, and that they've all passed out. This, this is, is the this weirdest is what it feels thing ever. Like. Live TV. Yeah. Live TV is a much harder thing than it, like, it looks easy when it's done really well. Yeah. And most often than not, even if a show isn't a, a very adventurous show like the the six o'clock show or you know today or whatever all those shows and, and this morning and stuff they seem like oh it's just a very relaxed show that's just the way they look because mm -hmm. everyone's on everything yeah. and they have to time out perfectly yeah. they have to do all the technical things they've got their auto cues they have to hit their marks all that kind of stuff but they just make it seem seamless it's very difficult to make it look so easy yes yeah and to not be wooden and kind of going and, and, and sound like you're reading mm. and this is the this is exactly what it could be yeah at any given moment, any show could descend into this. And this is mad because you've got a big name there. You've got Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. And LA, Hollywood, New Year's. Mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking... There's an expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least, okay, one one shot that maybe lasts a little bit longer than it should. A bit awkward. Or a bit of a tech issue. Yeah. Like yeah. if one person's earpiece goes in a live broadcast, it, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Because someone's just blind or deaf yeah. or doesn't know where they're going. Do you know? Oh, this is great. No one knows they're on air. It's supposed to be still. Are we back? <laughs> Are we back? All right. Going green never looks so good. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, it's like a fucking fever dream. He's like, "Are we back?" Okay, going green never looks. So and then it cuts to two women's in in in. It looks like a Burger King. To throw things over to Jamie. Jamie, what's going on over there? Are you? Did they cut to her? Just so she could throw back to Jamie yeah. to ask what Jesus Christ. Jealous that I'm hanging out with a hot Playboy model and a really hot burger. Actually, I know it's cut to the original guy who was meant to cut to for the first interview when they cut to a Burger King ad. It's like someone just, it's like someone had a heart attack and they're just leaning on all the buttons. Either that or it's an intern's very first day in the job. <laughs>
they're like, right, lads, I have to go for a piss, but I'm going to leave my chimpanzee <laughs> in the room. But I mean, it's only going to be two minutes. He's trained. It's, it's fine. It's only going to be two minutes. Bubbles, don't press anything. <laughs> It's me, Jesse Stewstone. I wish I was Jamie Kennedy. But you know, all of this green stuff has Jamie acting a little bit different. You'll see what I mean. Check this out. No, you won't. Fade to black. <laughs> but And who's it going to come back to? My guess, not Jamie. The Laugh Factory. Stand-up comedy from The Laugh Factory. Well, I can on. I gigged in that club, Laugh Factory mm. in LA. Very cool. Very now. cool. Little job. Okay, now we're back to the original guy now in a totally different place with a model who looks like she doesn't know she's on camera yet. <laughs> they say I have never laughed more at any of Jamie. K- and now the people behind him are lip syncing his own cute. <laughs> so he's standing in front of a crowd of people. It's kind of like. How would you describe it? It's like, like if you're at Cheltenham, the people that stand behind yeah. the reporter kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they're all looking at his auto cue and there's a there's a, a woman standing behind him and now she's lip syncing all of his lines. <laughs> this is amazing. Kennedy's material. Now, I have someone here that is even greener than Jamie and probably just as funny. She's doing it better. That green could be so sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Anna Rosales. Hello, Anna. Uh, Who's wearing red? I got questions. I know you've got answers. Can you tell us first and foremost, how can we improve the energy? <laughs> this woman in the back is my spirit animal. It's <laughs> just mischief personified. And then there's a Bond villain in the middle of your man and you on. Yeah. This ball guy who's just like seducing the camera with his eyes. Do you know who he reminds me of? I know. The guy who farted yes! in there. <laughs> Him. A couple of episodes ago, actually, a good few 20 episodes, episodes ago. ago or, or, yeah, yeah, we covered it. It's a, a guy who grabs a microphone on a red carpet from a presenter and then proceeds to fart into yeah. the microphone. This guy is the bop He's of the him. Is this his thing? He just turns up to random events. <laughs> He's just like, when do I get to fart? <laughs> Efficiency in our homes. Hi, Stu. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, here we go. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Talon, motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> So he's in amongst the crowd now and he's just chatting to them. And he's talking to a proper bro. And then another bald guy who's just looking at <laughs> Who's just like this. Hello. <laughs> uh, he's talking to a, a bit of a bro. And he's like, what's your name? And he's like, tell motherfucker. And the set, I love that. It's the immediate. Oh, he puts the hand <laughs> to the bottom yeah, of the Oh, you told me not to swear. Oh, hey, it is New Year's Eve 2013. <laughs> what is your name? His mother. I'm with my two <laughs> lovely ladies. This is carnage. This is the best way to... This this is probably the best New Year's. I wish I watched this live at some New Year's. Now they're on stage. Two women on stage with Jamie Kennedy. They look like they're grinding up against them a little bit. Girls, what's your resolution for 2013? Here we go. I'm to um, just get rid of all my haters. All your haters. Can I ask you something? Do you like white boys? I love the hell out of some white people. You, you love the hell. You know what they say? Is it true what they say? Once you go white, you never go bite. <laughs> you know, they say once you go black. You never go back. Yeah, well, I'm saying you should try white. I love white. Because it'll keep your vagina very tight. Believe that. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that we're alive. We're alive. 
bleep that. And it took so long to get to that line. It took him forever. Jesus. It wasn't just a throwaway oh, no, thing. No, it was, it this was a build-up. This was like, I'm working my way to this. Because I was there going, well, I, knew, I knew he was going to go for once you go white. And I, but I was like, there's no logical answer to this. I was like, you're going to go bite? Like, <laughs> oh it's my God. It's not even catchy. No, it's not. It's, no, once you go white, it'll keep your vagina tight. Like it's not. <laughs> it's grammatically clunky. It's grammatically clunky. It doesn't have a rhythm to it. 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 Yeah. I just. Put up for the first night, 2013. It's been an unbelievable. Okay, new presenter now standing next to Jimmy Kennedy. Unbelievable night. We want to thank everyone who came out. DTK. She sounds like a cat. Macy Gray, Bill Dunsing, Hargan, Minnie, Shannon, Elizabeth, Bridget, Mark It's getting crazy here. We also want to thank Carl. Oh, the two women are back. The two women are back. The one who wants to get rid of all her haters. They're now going white. And the one who wants to go white. Junior. <laughs> God bless you. And we'll Is there a fight at the back? Did the fight just start at the Did back? The I just, I just saw back. someone get pushed. See you in 2024. Oh. Good night. Bye. There's a fight. It's ending with a fight. <laughs> it's ending with a fight. <laughs> Guys, please. God bless it. Get out. Go to so all of the guests are on stage down. right now. Happy New Year, everybody. And he falls off the stage. Oh, he jumped off the stage. Oh, he pulled her off the stage because there's a fight. Jesus Christ. So no Almighty. music playing over the credits. And are they going to show the fight? No, they're just showing the crowd. This is absolutely insane. <laughs> like, fucking hell. That's amazing. <laughs> That was probably on a network station. Yeah. Like, that wasn't like a that wasn't like a community TV. That was Jamie yeah. Kennedy. Like that was a proper like, you know, I don't know, NB, you know, KLBC Chicago or LA or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Proper proper cable station. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's like I don't know what happened here or who fucked up. It's like everyone dropped loads of yolks before Jules Hearn's <laughs> nanny. Jules Hearn. Jules Vern. Jules Holland. <laughs> yeah, that's bonkers. I would pay to go to that every year. If it was that every much year. carnage, every I year. would go to it every yeah. year. Absolutely. Yeah. Bingo continues. You've picked seven already. Pick a number between one and ten, Ross Brown. Num- number, number three. Number three. It's a game. Oh, yes. It's a game. So here on screen, uh, I think it's the, the media player tab. Yeah. Uh, I want you to watch this TikTok. This is by uh, a guy whose name is Jordan and he kind of gives guitar tips and tricks. So today I'm going to teach you about one of my favourite guitar chords known as the James Bond chord. Uh, very famous for being in most, if not all, of the James Bond uh, films. And uh, it's, it usually happens after he says one of his infamous lines like... Um, oh, Mr Goldfinger, yeah, come in. We've got space for you to have here. Come on, sit. <laughs> I'm sorry, did he only ever watch it in German? With a fast of cock. Down here. Fucking joking, dickhead. I'm not really a barber. I'm fucking James Bond. <laughs> I don't know what James Bond movies ever watched, but I want to watch it so bad. I'm only joking, dickhead. I'm not a barber. Fucking James Bond, didn't I? Jump back and blow your fucking head off. Twat! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing! I think you need to go back.
back and listen to that in its entirety. So today I'm going to teach you about one of my favourite guitar <laughs> chords known as the James Bond chord. Uh, very famous for being in most, if not all, of the James Bond uh, films. And uh, it's, it usually happens after he says one of his infamous lines like... Um, I love he's like infamous, and then, <laughs> I know, and then, and think and then this, this is what he thinks is one of James Bond's infamous. Not like, do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond, I expect you to fry, or not? Hello, money punny, or whatever. But no, this. Oh, Mister Goldfinger, yeah, come in. We've got space for you to have here. Come on, sit down here. <laughs> fucking joking, dickhead. I'm not really a barber. I'm fucking James Bond. Short back and blow your fucking head off, twat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why has James Bond never called anyone a twat? That's amazing, twat. <laughs> Bling. Oh my god! So here's the game. <laughs> I have got that chord ready for you over here on the hotkey. Okay, okay. You have to give me unlikely lines from James Bond movies. Which will precede the James Bond chord. Okay, okay. So can you see the chord over here? Uh, mm. Chord, I can, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> just give it, a, give it a whirl there. <laughs> so I need a line, unlikely line, All right. to feature in a James Bond movie. Okay, do you want to add something to this? Do you want to give me different parts? Because I think the accent is what made... I think the accent is what made... <laughs> you're fucking twat. I think so. Do, do, so do we go different accents? James Bond, if he was from different parts of... Ireland or England or wherever. Okay. Australia, America. Okay, do you want do you want accent and scenario? Accent and scenario. Yeah, accent okay. and scenario. Okay, right. <laughs> so James Bond mm-hmm. in Kerry mm-hmm. <laughs> and his tractor has broken down. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hello? Is it could I get a lift off you? Uh, Jesus, that's a very big hat you have there. Is that knife sticking out of your hat? Oh, Jesus Christ. Listen, uh, I wonder, could you help me uh, put my sheep into the back of your truck? Ah, it's not a sheep at all, it's an Uzi! (laughs) (laughs) James Bond Mm -hmm. from Donegal has just found out that his love interest is actually his enemy. Okay. Oh, no. How sad I am. I had sex with her inside in a hotel room and then I thought she was covered in gold paint. The next day I got very sad. I thought, oh, she's after dying. Then she disappeared and I didn't know where she went to. Next thing I know, I went into the jacuzzi and a gun gets pressed against the back of my head. She says, I, Daniel, I mean, James, (laughs) it's me and now you're going to die. I said, oh, fancy that. I like that. I like that methadone bond. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing phases him like. Oh no. Oh no. Cockney James Bond is on a cliff edge. Yeah. With his enemy. Mm-hmm. James Bond is about to be pushed off the cliff. Only for him to turn around and push his enemy off the cliff. Okay. Ask Mr. Richards. Do they know it's Christmas time? Because you're about to meet Cliff. <laughs> Give me celebrities and I'll do, I'll, if they were James Bond. Okay. I could do a um, Sean Connery. 
Sean Connery, James Bond, has just spilled pot noodle all over his pants. Okay. I mean, it's not that bad money, punny, because they say it fills your hole. What? It fills your hole? It fills a hole. Pot noodles ads was, it fills a hole. Oh. It fills a hole. <laughs> I never heard of that. <laughs> God, Sean. Sean's a bit OTT. <laughs> Okay, pick a number. <laughs> All right, six. Number six. It's a game. All right. So, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, we were talking mm-hmm. about Crystal Head Vodka. This was Dan Aykroyd's. Yeah, one of the Ghostbusters vodkas. Yeah, and you mentioned how Ghostbusters originally had a different lineup. Yes. In mind. Eddie Murphy, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, Belushi. It got me thinking. Okay. What other actors were originally down to play <gasps> roles? Oh, I love this. And for whatever reason, it never materialised. Okay. So I did some digging on this. This, th- Some of these just blew my mind because you know when you're so used to a certain actor being in a position... You can't you, see anyone else ever being there. Like, no. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, oh yeah, actually, I could see that yeah. work. So see what you think of some of these. Notting Hill, okay? Uh, you know, Julia Roberts' character. Oh yeah, Julia Roberts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anna Scott was originally meant to be played by Nicole Kidman. Oh, no, I can't see that now. I kind of... You can't. Julia Roberts nailed that. Yeah. Uh, Titanic, there was a whole load of people that were meant to play Kate Kate Winslet's role in Titanic. Number one was Claire Danes. I can see that. I could see I that could see too. That. They, and they were in Romeo and Juliet together. They were. And, and they, they were fantastic. They were under the same management and I think they wanted Claire Danes to do it, but she was getting getting a bit kind of weirded out by fame and stuff and she was oh. like no it's actually too much too soon after Romeo and Juliet really? so she turned it down Jesus uh, next on the list was Gwyneth Paltrow oh no yeah oh no they'd have been yeah. like iceberg right ahead and she'd be like I think I can make a fanny candle out of it <laughs> she was down to play Rose thankfully she didn't uh, and alongside her could potentially be playing Jack Dawson in Titanic Matthew McConaughey oh so could you imagine Titanic if it had been Matthew McConaughey and Gwyneth Paltrow? Which way should we turn the ship? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> as he's falling off, as he's sliding off the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he would have died. There's not a prayer he would have no. died. He would not have left Jack die in no, Titanic. Not There's not a hope. No. Uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, oh. I saw, <laughs> as yeah, I went right through there. puberty, <laughs> I saw the movies that the movies that made us. Yeah. Remember I told you I was watching that a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. And, I, and Forrest Gump was one of them. Yeah. And it, this never came up. This is very weird. This never, this never came up in the movie. That there was a, anyone else in, the, in line for casting. John Travolta. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Slimy, greasy hair. Yeah. And that big ass in the middle of his chin. <laughs> That man's chin, Jesus Christ Almighty! That man's chin could twerk like, it's fucking humongous. And he's got. A, do you ever see the hole in it? Yeah. And you can never shave what's in the hole. Do you Isn't ever there see a that? Name there's on always, that? There's always like a. There's always a black patch of just dark stubble. Yeah. He can obviously only go so deep. Yeah. He must stretch it like I, that. I think then, when I think when he was young, it it suited him. But the older he gets and the kind of wider now his face gets, now it's all building out around yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's too it's much. It's turned into the cave that all those soccer players got stuck in back in twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be interested in this one, Rachel Green in Friends. You're going to die. You're going to die when I tell you. 
Katie Holmes. No. no. Oh! Oh! Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. It was Kelly Kapowski. Oh my God, I want to fucking shot myself. Kelly Kapowski was supposed to be Rachel. Yeah. She was down to play Rachel Green, but she was she was only 20 at the time. She was very young. And they were playing people that and were, they were in their early 30s. Early, early, turning 30s. Yeah, so uh, Jennifer Aniston was 25 and she was the youngest of the cast members, or one was of the she? youngest. Yeah, the rest were like late 20s. No, to be so, fair, Jennifer Aniston, not a bad show. Yeah, absolutely. But still. But I could Kenny also Kaposky. see it. Tiffany Thiessen. It's Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Is it? Is her full name. I'll, I'll have you okay. believe. Okay, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Noted. Um, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Yeah, she she was really, really close, but she turned it down because uh, she felt she was a little bit too young for it. Um, game I have for you is a terrible lineups for a movie. So I'm going to give you a movie title or a TV show title. I was wondering where the game element was. I was like, you just told me loads of information. <laughs> you tell me who shouldn't have played the lead role. Oh, I like okay? this. So who you think would have been awful? Who would have been a, a yeah, bad yeah, yeah. choice? Bad casting. Bad casting. Let's start off with Die Hard. Oh my god. Um John Candy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of that 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 venting duct which always yeah. gives me anxiety anyway. Oh god. The movie would have ended just there. It would have been like and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> um uh John Candy. Yeah, I think John Candy would be my my go-to for that. Uh, or or what other action star wouldn't have fit it? Um see what what I love about Die Hard is the fact that he was in every day. By the way, I also watched the, the, the movies that made us about Die Hard as well last week. Okay. Um, it was they were saying that it was the fact that he wasn't at all an action star, and everyone started laughing at him when the movie came out. And they they went so far as to take his photograph off the poster for Die Hard because everyone was like, "The guy from Moonlighting, <laughs> the kind of slightly comedic kind of fella, yeah. is the is an action star." And everyone was laughing at it so much that they they took his face out of the poster and just had the tower being the poster wow. and then it started doing so much money that they put him back into the poster oh my god because he was just an ordinary Joe yeah. that was his character anyway but nobody would buy into him being an action star until they actually started seeing it yeah yeah. Bruce Willis is an amazing cast for that but yeah John Candy 100% Fight Club both of them is it let's talk let's talk like Brad Pitt's role Um. oh let me see Brad Pitt's role because he was kind of sexy in it and stuff and he was always with his top off and he was sleeping with your one and he's also I feel like Brad Pitt could easily be replaced in most movies by Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, easily and that's Interchangeable not, And that's not just since Once Upon a Time in, in, in Hollywood mm-hmm. that they were t- opposite each other They could easily be replaced in any way Yeah um, I would say um, Oh, who would be a good one now for that? For Fight Club uh, the question is, who'd be a bad one? That's what I'm saying. A, a good, bad one. Zach Galifianakis. No. <laughs> Although he might be all right. <laughs> well, he might, he be. might be all right. He might be. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis uh, and Edward Norton's character, uh, I would have put Rowan Atkinson. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Same character, though, like mild-mannered, yeah. pencil-pushing, but just you can't see the transition for Rowan Atkinson. He'd just be like, I quite like fighting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Hangover. That's an ensemble cast. Yeah. There's four. So, like, let's go with the main five. ones. Uh, let's Br- Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. And... Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. 
Oh wow. He'd be so good he'd be bad because he would be over the top. Like he yeah. would just be, you know, you shall not pass the likes of nightclub. Uh and for Zach Galifianakis's character, I would say Oh, I'm stuck on this one now. Do you have any ideas for this one? I can't think of this one now. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Way too cool Way for too that cool. role. Yeah, Way yeah, too yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Back to the future. Oh, Back to the Future. Uh, I think Doc. Oh, oh, um, fucking um, your man from Police Academy. Fucking. Hi, hey, man! Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mar, you gotta go back. <laughs> you gotta get the car seven miles per hour, man. Can I just say, Bob he Cat, is, his real name is Bobcat Goldthwait. He is such an amazing character. Oh my god. It's animal, isn't it? It's his, name. his real name is Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat? He's a stand-up, yeah. He's oh, amazing. Wow. Wow, yeah, wow, so wow. that would be Doc. Um, and He's going to be Marty McFly. Marty McFly, I would say... I'll tell you straight up. Go on. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I have... <laughs> In fact, you could put Nicholas Cage in any of those movies. <laughs> It's like he can kind of play like he's done some great movies. That new one, that Joe. He's... He did one movie called Joe, which was like him out in the woods, and he was mm. like this recluse, and then he was like a revenge film. Amazing. What's the one you're on about? Do you know the new one that he he did? The where unbearable he's, he's weight himself. of talent, or talent, the weight of unbearable talent, or something. I hate myself for saying it, but it looks really good. It does I look am really not good. a Nicolas Cage fan. Myself and my brother have had an Put ongoing the war. Bag. In the box. Yeah. Con we've, Air. We've had uh, an ongoing war, myself and my brother, for years. Mm-hmm. Where, I don't know why, but like he, he's not a big fan of Nicolas Cage either. He's okay. just a bit like, every time he's on. So Which brothers is that? You have two brothers, don't two, you? Yeah, the younger of the two, Ian. Okay. So, uh, for some reason, I think like Nicolas Cage was in like a Sunday supplement or something in, in a magazine type of thing. He, there was some feature about him. But there was a picture of him that took up almost a full page and it okay. was of his head. And for... <laughs> Some unknown reason. I caught it. I, I bet was, you it was around the time of Face Off. It probably was. it was all was. those faces. This is going way back. Like. They all did this in the movie. Yeah. They all touched each other's faces like creeps. Him and John Travolta. And John Travolta. Like, yeah. But they just, most... kept, they just kept face waterfalling each other. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing ever. Because they were looking at themselves because they had each other's faces. So like John Travolta would just be like looking at his face and just be like, oh, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, and they were so over the top in that movie. I cut this picture out for some mm-hmm. reason and I would just like stick it to my brother's bedroom ceiling okay. so that when he'd go to bed, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is just looking at How him. How long ago was this? This is going on since I was in secondary school. Right. So then he... Since? Yeah. Since I, I'm currently on. in possession of Nicholas Cage and I am... Fuck off. I am picking Same my moment. Photograph. And I know what I'm going to do with this photograph. And Ian, if you're listening to this... Watch out because I know where it's going oh, really? next. Yeah. I know where it's going next. So it's been it's been stuck to like my pillow at home. It's been stuck like inside <laughs> jackets. It's and it it just keeps on being passed from me to him, from me to him, from What's me to him. What's the weirdest place you've found it or you've put it? I put it in the back window of his car. 
So in the back window, way down at the bottom, you know where the car stickers would be? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like the learner driver thing yeah, at the yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. So I put it down there so that when you're looking in the mirror, you can't when see you're driving, it. you can't see it. Behind the headrest. Ian drove around with that, <laughs> I'd say, for the guts of a year. Stuck in traffic. Nicholas Cage is looking out. <laughs> He was like giving lifts to friends to matches. So like people are throwing gear bags into the back of his car looking at Nicholas Cage. They're like, no have you seen National Treasure recently? And he's like, no. It took a long time for him to cop that it was there. I just love the idea of being in traffic and you're behind him going, is that, is that Nicholas Cage? <laughs> That is so amazing. it's been going for years. I'm currently in possession of it and I know exactly where to put it. All right. I'm just waiting it out. Oh, you got to tell me off air. I'll tell you off air. All right, Yeah, class. yeah, it's a good one. Uh, let's do a couple more. Uh, bad lineups. Father Ted. Father Ted. Uh, Miley from Glenroe <laughs> as Dougal. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, does it have to be an actor? Da- Daniel O'Donnell as Ted. You can't just be like Mick from down the road. Like. Oh no, uh, Daniel O'Donnell as Jack. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, arse. <laughs> just too measured. It'd be too measured. Drink, I feck. Can I just say, Daniel O'Donnell is quite funny. He is. He's, I think his comic timing would be quite and good. And I think he knows the score as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, let me see. Derek Davis as Ted. <laughs> Okay, bingo continues. Pick a number between one and ten. Nine. Number nine. It's another video. This one is uh, suggested by one of our listeners. Thank you to Rebecca. Uh, This is from an Australian news bulletin. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much gold on Aussie TV. This is amazing. Uh, The newsreader is going on maternity leave, so her colleagues are just wishing her the best of luck as they wrap up the bulletin. Oh, someone's going to make a faux pas here. Night shower or two tomorrow, but there is a chance of hail in the morning. After a low of eight, we'll reach 13 degrees. So, Pete, the first day of the last month of winter. And also, it does, but also it's the last time that we'll be working together for a little while because you're off on a break. What do you think happens next? I think... So what's happened so far? So there's two anchors. One, they're they're sitting at that kind of V-shaped table where they're yeah. at a right angle to each other. So there's a male male anchor and a female anchor, and then another. I think it's the weather person or maybe another reporter comes in as well, puts his arm over her shoulder, and he, he kind of walks into shot, and he's standing in between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to try and rub her bump, miss, and grab her boob. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what. No. Oh my God, her water's are going to fucking break. Her water's going to break. Her water's going to break. Her water's are going to break, aren't they? Oh, fuck off. She doesn't look that... She doesn't look that pregnant. She's, but she must be pretty pregnant. She's just hiding it in a very... In a very women are really good at like hiding the, their, their like bumps and stuff like that. Like Some mm-hmm. people go to like six months pregnant and no one knows they're pregnant because yeah. they, they just were... Do you ever see the people on soaps, like on Coronation Street and EastEnders? Yeah. And they'll always have a bag over their stomach. Yeah, they'll be shot from like the chest up. Shot from the chest up or, or they'll always be like, they'll always be like, they'll have like a gear Prop bag or, or they'll something. have something yeah. in front of them, whatever, very, very fucking clever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, where the fuck did that bump yeah. come from? Monica and Friends as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she hid that, hid that really well. Yeah, big oversized shirt. Giving birth to those twins of yours, yeah. uh, we'll all miss you. But of course, everyone in the newsroom sends much love and very oh, best wishes. Thank yeah, you. Beautiful. I'll miss you all too. Wish me luck. I'm going to need it. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the Carlton supporters are very excited. Well, they should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> what the f what the fuck happened there what was that that was the the weatherman I feel like dying <laughs> the weatherman leaned in for a full on mouth kiss he tried to lob the gob on her <laughs> on camera on air for no reason fully turned leaned in all the way to her she did a pull back he still kept leaning as if to say I'll catch you eventually you're pregnant you can't lean back that far and then he kind of went what the fuck am I doing as if as if he was as if he was momentarily possessed by a demon like he woke up out of it and went I just tried to kiss her on air okay good this is going well <laughs> you're funny alright now Melbourne that well, was he doing that just to fucking? Was he? Well, hang on, hang on. Let's let's. Was he taking the piss to try and like get a reaction, or did he? That looked like he genuinely yeah. fucking. Yeah, yeah. Was like, oh shit, hang on, let's still watch this. Six months of hail in the morning after a low of eight will reach thirteen degrees. So, Pete, the first day of the last month of winter. And also, to me. it does, but also it's the last time that we'll be working together for a little while because you're off on a break. Oh, yes, Tony, giving birth to those twins. Okay, here we go. Yeah. We'll all miss you, but of course, everyone in the newsroom sends much love. Watch his face now. Thank yeah, you. Beautiful. I'll miss you all too. Wish me luck. I'm going to need it. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the Carlton supporters are very excited. Well, they should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. This is going well. That was legit! Because his face, he, he literally went like this. For anyone that's watching, he went like this. <laughs> <laughs> his mouth was agape when he came back because he was like, oh, fuck. And it's the way that he puts his arm around her. On the shoulder. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. And f from the get-go, you're going, oh, that's not comfortable. Yeah. That's not a friendship, like, kind of like, oh, pal, yeah, you it's know. Like a, it's like a kind It's of like, a, here's my opportunity here's my, to touch you. You're on camera, so you can't really, like, wriggle out of it. Yeah. And then he tries to love the governor. That's just... And then the other guy's just like, ha, 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 you're so funny, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. All right, now, Melbourne, that, Can you imagine just... this on Irish TV? Brian Dobson tries to love the gob on Jaron Niviolan. <laughs> <laughs> He'd get a kick in the She'd fucking fucking bollocks. Let him know, he like, would get a kick oh in my the bollocks. God. What? <laughs> Brian got a kick right in the Dobson. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have time for one final bingo call. Okay. Give me a number. Okay. I've done three. I've done seven. I've done nine. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for number one. Number one. The one and only. It's Jeremy Fragrance. Oh yes! We haven't checked in on good old Jeremy in quite a while. Yes! Ross, I don't know how this has escaped me, but I've just realised to follow Jeremy Fragrance on TikTok. Like... I've never followed Jeremy Fragrance. Yeah, I just saw him on YouTube. That was it. How how have we missed so many months of gold? Ross, I couldn't decide which ones to show you here. Oh, there's little so bite, much. Little bite-sized Jeremy's. For people that may not know who Jeremy Fragrance is, they might be just tuning into this episode. Yeah. How would you describe Jeremy? Jeremy Fragrance is a aficionado mm -hmm. savant expert in all things fragrance perfume aftershave but also lifestyle yeah. style 
Uh, he's he's just he's he's a kind of he's, he's it's what you need to live your life by. Yeah. He's kind of got everything wrapped up. He's the ultimate man. Yeah. Sexy, suave, but the guy can't put a <laughs> sentence together for fucking love nor money. Everybody thinks <laughs> that he's like playing a character. He's not. He's not. He's not. No one is that good. No, 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 no. no. There is no, no actor. Yeah, Leonardo like when, DiCaprio couldn't no. do this. It's like, like when people think Carol Pilkington was fake in the beginning and you're yeah. going, no one's that good. Yeah. So I've got two lined up here for you. They're short okay. and sweet. Two of Jeremy Fragrance's TikToks. Okay. Okay. Oh, even just the still image alone. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> okay, here we go. How many sprays and where? You do five spray. One behind each ear. <laughs> he's spraying in the opposite direction. He's fucking... He's, he's Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. So he's teaching people where to spray the aftershave. And so far he's missed twice. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. He went to the side on one and now he's gone behind his head. On... <laughs> one on front of your neck, on your... Close because the close is a better fragrance carrier. He's and one on the back of your neck. Oh. Because. <laughs> is he taking the piss? Is he taking the piss? <laughs> so with each spray, he completely missed the target. Like, how many sprays and where? Well, you know, usually 147 does the trick. <laughs> the, the trend oh. on his TikTok videos as well that I found. Oh my God. Is that <laughs> people try and guess how many lines of cocaine he's had that day. So they'll just go like 10 lines today, Jeremy. Four lines today. If it's a little bit more subdued, they might go, no lines today. But it's oh, there's hundreds of comments underneath each TikTok oh guessing God. how many lines of cocaine he's this done. This is amazing. If you walk around, have a nice central behind you. By the way, this is a great... Tonka bean fragrance called Imperial Peacock. So sweet, so delicious. I love it. How many sprays and where? I have to see these sprays <laughs> again. Five spray. One behind each ear. Off to the side, behind them. One on front of your neck, on your clothes, because the clothes is a better fragrance carrier. <laughs> and one on the back of your neck. Because... Like- not even a molecule of spray <laughs> touched any part it's of him. It's such a waste of aftershave. Oh my God, that's amazing. So then this next one is, he does a lot of stuff when he's out and about when he gets recognised by people. Okay. And, uh, if they ask to take a photo, he'll also film on his own phone and stuff. And gotcha. He'll have a bit of interaction. He'll ask them what kind of fragrance they're wearing and yeah. what they suggest he should try in the future okay. and that type of stuff. So, that's good though. That yeah. He's, 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 he's uh, intermingling with, with fans and stuff. And yeah. he's, he's not being like, oh no, I'm Jeremy Fragrance back yeah. away. Like, so yeah. this is him uh, after meeting okay. somebody on the street. What is a sexy fragrance? I smell it. I smell it. But tell me your fragrance. State for men. Fuck! It's state for men. I didn't recognize my own fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who's like the king of fragrances. He can't recognize his own fucking. If you recall, he uh, oh. he, he borrowed he borrowed money off his mother to set up this fragrance line oh. and he can now feed his family except for his dead father oh yeah his father except my father because he's dead <laughs> so this is uh, that's amazing the fragrance that he borrowed money f- from his mother that's to create amazing. and now he doesn't even it's recognise so it it's so distinctive and good he can't even smell it that is a 
Fucking amazing. By the way, look how uncomfortable the guy looks. As Jeremy Fragrance has his head nearly inside of his neck. He's smelling. He's literally like touching off him at the back. What is a sexy fragrance? <laughs> I smell... He couldn't be any closer to him. Like, I mean, you'd nearly... like. Even if he just like scooped it and stuck it up his nose, <laughs> it's the only way he could get more clothes and he still can't smell, smell it. it. I smell it. But tell me your fragrance. Stateful men. Fuck, it's stateful men. I didn't recognize my own fragrance. I was thinking, what is it? What is it? He wears my fragrance, man. Best fragrance in the world. <laughs> what is it? It's like Dan Aykroyd's vodka. You know, some people prefer their aftershave with no smell. <laughs> Oh and I love God. that he recorded this himself and still put it up and on his still own put TikTok. It up. Yeah, he's like, like Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, I actually do PR. I don't think it's a good idea that you can't identify your own fragrance. He's like, nah, it's grand. <laughs> It's a nice boss behind me. Oh, we are out of time on oh today's unforeseen bingo. Fucking hell. There's a good few numbers left, so we might uh, finish off bingo next week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't got a full house yet. No, I've no. only got four corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should so go play bingo. I'd love to play bingo. I've never played I've bingo. Never, I've only ever played bingo in like Lanzarote or something when they do it for like, you know, when they hand out the cards in like the, the entertainment area. Mm. But like, it's never proper bingo. Oh, I want to go it. to proper bingo. I'd love to go yeah. to bingo. Isn't there a bingo? There is a bingo place. Do you know when you're on the link road out to Duns in Bal- oh, Bishopstown? Yeah. Bal- There's a bingo. Ro- it's called Rock Bingo rock, or something like yeah. that or Super Bingo or something. That would be great crack. Lord of all women. <laughs> This is why also our dobbers, different dobbers. This is why we're single. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Let's be a bingo. (laughs) And it's the it's the one thing that anyone suggested that I'm like a (laughs) hundred percent. You're like trying to go on a night out. Are we doing bingo? (laughs) Uh, If you want to follow us on any uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Tato. If you want to follow us on any of our social medias, that's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok or Facebook. It's at Unforeseen Pod. If you want to email us any suggestions, ideas for things to watch or game ideas, yeah. comments, abuse, compliments, whatever, it's unforeseenpod at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes or Spotify. Give us an old five stars and write something up on the old iTunes if you want a little written review. We love reading them. Uh, and uh, tell a friend. Listen, we're like, you know, every week we're getting new people saying, oh, I've just found you. And, you know, I'm going back listening from the start, going mm-hmm. back listening from episode one, which we advise people to do because things like Jeremy Fragrance, the original Jeremy Fragrance introduction will give you all you need to know about him. So all that kind of stuff. We're so being go. told quite a bit by listeners, actually, that they can't listen to us while at work. Public places yeah. is an yeah. issue. Yeah, it's an yeah. issue. It's, it's, an it's issue. causing problems now. All right. yeah. Yeah, so, which is uh, good. If people are saying I nearly went into a ditch in the car <laughs> or I look like an absolute space cadet in public. That's the reactions yeah. that we want out of yeah. the podcast. Uh, upcoming gigs, I'm going to be at Galway Comedy Festival at the end of October. Uh, I'm doing about four or five gigs up there. Uh, I'm doing Cork Opera House on February 17th. I'm doing a gigs in Greystones and, and and I think Greystones and Clonmel as well, I think, yeah, in October as well. So look out for those uh, in your local area if you're up there or in that area. Uh, and uh, my, my tour will be starting in from, from the Opera House forward in 2023. My tour will be uh, will be kicking off. Uh, you can if if you can't wait that long, you can go check out my Amazon comedy special called Ross Brown. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and give that an old watch. But look, I mean, you've got what an hour content from us every single week. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ, like we should really be charging for this shit. Yeah, but you know it has to be good though to charge people. So that is true. Yeah. I mean, this is really like the podcast version of Jamie Kennedy hosting a New Year's party. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, for me, Ross Brown, and for her, Miss Lorraine Murphy, this is Unforeseen. Take it easy, ham and cheesy. See you next week. Badoosh. Oh, I'd love some ham and cheese like a toasty now. I know. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah, I'd love some fadouche. Not as easy to get. <laughs> not, with, not, not with cheese. Not as easy to get <laughs> as a toasty. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.